I have no plans to help storm Area 51 on the 20th of this month. I'm referring to a joke Facebook event that some UFO enthusiasts have taken seriously. Their motto is, they can't stop all of us. There are also plans for an impromptu, unlicensed music festival at a nearby village. For the record, I don't condone trying to overrun a classified military test site to look for extraterrestrials or to trash a small town. But I have to say I am inspired. Music can be like science fantasy, a kind of conjectural fiction, storytelling for niche crowds. It gives people license to be weird. So I'm using this event as an opportunity to appreciate music about space aliens. There are lots of ways music can tap into extraterrestrial tropes, like when a surf rock band uses monster movie sounds to evoke the Cold War metaphor of Soviet invasion, or when a prog rock band uses spacey lyrics to sound philosophical. And I'm hearing lots of music written from the alien's perspective. Jazz composer and Afrofuturist Sun Ra came from another planet. So did the stage personae of David Bowie and Janelle Monet. Here, being an alien is a metaphor for being in an alienated group, black or queer or female, for example. Science hasn't yet delivered a close encounter of the third kind, but music has that power, and with it, an extraterrestrial perspective on what it means to be human. For KMUW, I'm Mark Foley. And you're listening to Musical Space. I'm Fletcher Powell here with Mark Foley, a fully human Mark Foley. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that's true. I am human. <laughs> uh, but this is a really interesting topic because this this really is kind of a a well worn tradition in music. I mean, the first thing obviously that I thought of was Sun Ra, um, but then right. I'm thinking also like Outcast with their album AT Aliens. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, like this this goes through. Many many genres and uh, and you can find it you know kind of throughout a lot of music history. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember. I I almost put this in the listening list, but I couldn't find the composer's name. <laughs> uh, but a long time ago, I played in an opera that was written about the first uh, hot air balloon. So it was conjectural fiction. The the balloon went up to the moon and they met moon men and the moon men came down and and met the king. And I, I remember it being a happy ending, but that's all I remember <laughs> about it. <laughs> Little one-act opera. Oh, so that wow. was 200 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's been going, going on right. for a while. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we, you know, we've had a fascination with, with the idea of, of moon men or, or people uh, or, or a, a creatures who live outside uh, of our own planet for, for a very long time. And it's no surprise that, that artists especially would, would grab a hold of that. Yeah, it just it sends your brain in so many great places. And, you know, if you're leaving the Earth, you've got such a great perspective on this tiny blue dot we live in. You know, so and and I'm a science fiction nut. I mean, when I was a teenager, that's all I read. That's all I did was read sci-fi. Oh yeah, so, I didn't know that about oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. So the music <laughs> thing kind of grew out of this this thread of like, how can we look at humans differently? Well, it makes sense uh, to move on to uh, Sun Ra and and his orchestra. Tell us, tell us first of all, just uh, for people who may not know, just kind of what Sun Ra's deal was. Right. Well. Uh, 
I don't know if he was born on Saturn or just lived there for a while, mm-hmm. but but definitely a citizen of, of Saturn. Yep. Um, he says that his first realization of this happened maybe in the 30s. So the first UFO sighting was in 1947. Okay. And so he was way ahead of the game there. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Afrofuturism, I think one of the most exciting things that's happened in American music ever. Yeah. I mean, and he, he is probably the beginnings of this, right? Where the idea that um, aliens will come and with kind of a deliverance message and to free the blacks from bondage. And that thread has been going on ever since, as, as we will see. Um, we didn't get time to uh, talk about the work of Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody just listen to her uh she's an android from the future um and so she's got a similar um message of deliverance and very uplifting and she's an amazing performer and her videos are super super cool uh but this tune comes from one of my favorite sun Ra albums and i don't know he's got hundreds and hundreds of albums um because they would do a limited pressing and, and sell them at the shows i actually got to see them uh, back in the 80s. Really? Yeah, it, it was incredible. Oh, yeah, wow. it's this in this cottage industry where like during intermission everybody in the band would have a handful of these these records, you know, fresh off the press and they would be selling them. I should have bought them. They'd be worth <laughs> a lot now, but um, this is an album uh, from 1957, Jazz by Sun Ra. Uh, it's Sun Ra and his orchestra. Um, so the arc theme is is uh-huh. part of this deliverance thing. This tune is pretty famous, A Call for All Demons. One of the earliest uses of electric bass in jazz cool. that I've, I've ever heard. Um, and there's a timpani jazz solo. I don't know if we have time to get to that, but they're just kind of jamming on the blues, and all of a sudden you hear this this kettle drum. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it sounds like on Saturn. Uh, we'll move on uh, to a group I have not heard of, Hawkwind, a space rock band. Yeah, these guys started in, I think, 1969, and they are still doing it. Really? They're still st- around? Yeah, they're still around. 
they're really pretty famous in this niche crowd that okay. they, they cater to. They're truly a science fiction band, and their songs bring in these fantasy things. There's there's a science fiction writer named Michael Moorcock, who's pretty famous in that genre, who's even recorded with them, mm-hmm. and they, they kind of align with their with his thinking. Um, a lot of people have come through this band. Uh, Lemmy from Motorhead, he, wow. he played bass with them, and he says that's where he really learned how to play bass. Amazing. Yeah, and and Ginger Baker from Cream. Huh. I, for a year, I don't know how how it worked. I mean, he's he's on a different planet too. Yeah, I think I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a scary planet. <laughs> but you know, of all these you know proggy kind of bands that that talk about um, space imagery, you know, Pink Floyd, Electric Light Orchestra had that whole theme going. Sticks, you know, that song "Come Sail Away." Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, it's a way of being spacey and philosophical and uh, conjectural and maybe kind of stonery at the same time, if you want to go there. Um, this is, I, I just like the titles of this stuff. This is just so typical. Uh, of course. This is their second album, In Search of Space. Like, um, do they need directions to get to space? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's just, hard to find space. But they've, it looks like they found it with this tune from 1971. It's called Master of the Universe. jump back i guess to afrofuturism uh with with a group that maybe possibly made the biggest physical spectacle out of this um this idea of of uh, aliens coming to earth right uh, yeah. parliament with their right. with their mothership uh-huh. absolutely the mothership was i never got to see them live which is terrible oh, but, was that right I, but yeah. the mothership was the spaceship that was part of their stage yeah. Act, right? Uh-huh. They were way over the top. They were on Casablanca Records when they were coming up. Uh, the same record company as Kiss. And I think they out-theatricalized Kiss, yeah. if that's possible. <laughs> well, um, I mean, you land the mothership. You know what? Yeah, How right. are you going to uh-huh. do more than that? Yeah. And like bar none, hip-hop artists sample Parliament more than any other band, by far. You know, More than James Brown, more than anybody. It's all about Parliament. 
Uh, they are funky. Mm-hmm. Funky, well, I funky. Mean, they've, you know, yeah. they just they get in that groove and they just yeah. keep that groove going. Right. Yeah. Uh, check them out. Uh, yeah, this one is cool. This is uh, the tune Mothership Connection from the Mothership Connection album from 1975. A bunch of um, like James Brown alumni are on here. Maceo Parker and Fred Wesley from the JBs are on this album. Check it out. Hit it, fellas. Fries and dip in your hip and come on to the mothership. Loose boot, doing the bump. Hustle on over here. heard of however i am familiar with the name of the group for reasons we'll get to here in just a minute Klaatu. Right? yes yeah so so there's so many levels of of niche sci-fi things going on here conjectural conspiracy happening i remember i'm old enough to remember when this was a thing this band made this splash because there were the rumors that this band was a secret reuniting of the Beatles. Wow. Yes. And it, you know, you listen to the song, it doesn't hold water at all, you know. <laughs> but still, it's it's enticing, uh-huh. you know. Um, <laughs> and so um, this song was written for World Contact Day, which was this day that set aside, I think it's still existing. I couldn't figure out what day it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Uh, every day could be World Contact Day. We all just I have, suppose. To, we all yeah, just have right. to send send the message, right? Yes, right. So so we're all supposed to send a telepathic message to aliens to come, a, a message of welcome and, and um, happiness and and peace. So, you know, nothing wrong with that, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first sentence of this message is calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Uh, that's the name of this tune. Um, this tune came out on their self-titled album from 1976. So tell us, where does the word Klaatu come from? Right, so this is, Klaatu is the alien in The Day the Earth Stood Still. Right. Who came uh, and was going to destroy the Earth if we couldn't get our stuff together and stop right. you know stop building toward destroying ourselves right isn't that's the other big sci-fi trope we, uh-huh. we get you know the aliens will either destroy us or or save us from ourselves right, right? Exactly. yeah another kind of cold war um you know new kind of thing that was going on yeah i remember vividly uh klatu baraba nikto oh, yeah. was the was the message right. that we're supposed to send this alien 
So yeah, lots of cool metaphors there. And, and it's a fun tune. And believe it or not, the Carpenters covered this <laughs> and charted with it. That, I mean, <laughs> that somehow makes some sort of sense. Yeah, they, they charted with it the very next year. Yeah. Like really, I think top 10, oh if my I'm gosh. not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, there's a nice video that they did and everything. How do I not know this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's pretty dated. <laughs> And then we'll keep going uh, with a group that I, I guess I don't I don't remember this song strangely. I'm I'm pretty you know I'm I'm pretty familiar with them. Pixies, yeah, of course, um, right? Uh-huh. And the the song is the happening. Yeah, I'm just biased. I just love this band so so much. I'll play Pixies I mean, all day if you yeah, want. Yeah, right. Uh, they they're grunge before grunge. Like they were the actual grunge revolution that happened before the whole Seattle thing. Uh, I can't say enough good things about their sound and just the simplicity. Uh, but this is a tune, kind of a stonery tune again about, wow, wouldn't it be cool if the Roswell thing happened on the strip in Vegas? It's called The Happening on their Bossa Nova album from 1989. Not much else to say here except it's just a really cool rock tune.
And then we'll close out um, with a, I guess, the most recent uh, artist on this list, I guess by far now that I look at it, um, Sufjan Stevens. Uh, and the, the song is, is, I guess, even more explicit than uh, <laughs> in its intentions than some of these others. Right, yeah. Uh, Sufjan Stevens, I've been looking for an excuse to to play him for years yeah. because he is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. His music is so achingly beautiful. This is going to make you cry. Uh, <laughs> Concerning the UFO sighting near Highland, Illinois, from his concept album, so it's another like proggy kind of idea, the concept album is called Come On, Feel the Illinois, uh -huh. which is part of his grand scheme to do 50 albums, one for each U.S. state. Right. How far along is he in that? Yeah, he's two in. Yeah, This okay. is the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Last I heard, he said, yeah, that was a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> but he, <laughs> but he, he still says it, it might keep going. We'll see. Why not? You know, yeah. And his music is always great. Yeah. And there's... He's somehow he draws you into this this little universe of his. It's very acoustic, mm -hmm. just uh, raw emotion. It's not um, it's not overly demonstrative, uh, but the sounds are just so well chosen and compelling. He just draws you into this beautiful world. Um, I love this tune a lot. That's from two thousand five. Um, but again, listen to Janelle Monae because. Because she's just freaking amazing. <laughs> well, well, we'll leave you with Sufjan yeah. Stevens, but yeah, definitely go check out Janelle Monet, uh, all, all of the things Mark said, and in addition, I believe a Kansan. That is correct. Yeah, she's from was it Kansas City? Kansas City or yeah. the Kansas City area? Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, Sufjan Stevens here. Go check out Janelle Monet and, and all these artists. Thanks, Mark. Thanks so much, Fletcher. Signs and dusting from their eyes. 